Listen to that crystal clear audio, ladies and gentlemen. Check one, two. Check one, two. Um, probably should get into our, uh, before we get into it, get into our reads for the week. Um, do you, did you get the memo? Uh, no. Uh, no, no, I didn't see any memos come across my desk this, uh, this week. Uh, this, uh, well, um, they, the merch is ready to go. It is. Oh, you didn't hear about this? I did not. Uh, yeah, I'll just do the read. Uh, hey, podcast pals. Today's episode is brought to you by the Bottomless Piggy Bank, the saving solutions that's breaking all the rules. Picture this piggy bank that's afraid to sh- not afraid to show a little cheek. That's right. Our sponsor today is Bottomless Piggy Bank, and here's to revolutionize the way you save. This piggy isn't shy. With its pants pulled down, it's not hiding anything. But to what inside will blow your mind. Endless savings potential. Thanks again to our sponsor, the Bottomless Piggy Bank. Uh, check out at 2Cs and a pod. Dot com check code um astastic i cannot believe the old uh the bottomless piggy bank has made its return to here on two season pod of course old slobs for for sale what's up old slobs you guys remember uh we used to keep all of our money um uh, in a bottomless piggy bank which was a big ceramic pig um with his pants pulled down <laughs> Yeah, so um, now that is for sale. And and, for sale. and I'll be honest, he has a gro- he has a really really gross butt. Pimply. Even pussy, for a pig, even, even for a pig standard, you're like, wow, even for a pig's butt. That's, that's not disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, um more reads to come for. There should be with some wow. more merch coming in, so we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll get to that later on the show. Wow. Wow. It's so nice um, to hear. So nice to hear. Yeah. So just additional revenue coming in. Uh, I know I lost most of my money on uh, Black Friday because I thought that was where you're supposed to invest in the Nasdaq. It it crashed. It crashed. Well, yeah, Cam. And you recently actually, um, you know, one of your many hobbies, uh, especially with winter coming up, is uh, is uh, used to snowboard, but you definitely love skiing. And you thought maybe you could. Uh, you heard about an, a great opportunity, an investment opportunity, which was a pawn shop. Uh, which sold skis. So you were very excited for this pawn scheme. And yes. you were very excited about it. And I think it, they ended up taking all your money. Yeah, they wow. did. And then there was also the, um, the, the, uh, I think I believe it was called the, the Giza corporation. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of them, mm-hmm. uh, affiliated with Egypt. Uh, so anyway, they were promising some sort of pyramids and, Later on, I found it was a scheme. Yes, it, w- it was a, a pyramid scheme, some would say. Well, yeah, so actually, um, you know, Cam, just just last week, you introduced me um, to your friend, uh, to your friend, uh, Nigel Ronald. And, yes, um, Nigel. And he, uh, this, uh, this, man who, the this man who had a lot of money. Friend of the show. And, um, you know, and you, you, you have little nicknames for him. You know, his first name's Nigel. You said, no, there's no way that N. Ron would lose all my money. Right. Yeah, you were firm with that. Of course not. Why would he? He's an investment uh, connoisseur. Mm-hmm. And I can tell by um, I can tell by your little Charlie Brown Christmas tree in in your corner of the office that the the, the investment actually went really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Ron, goodbye. Still, goodbye. He, he accounts checks comes out Monday. So wow, wow. It's so nice to see you know you making so many fi- financial <sighs> moves investments wow <laughs> sneezing on mike and everything um speaking of um investment opportunities uh-oh it was how, the how poker are those athletic weekend. greens oh no, yeah 
Speaking of athletic, oh, I speak, uh, speaking of investment opportunities, I have a garage full of athletic greens that expire in two weeks. Yeah, it expires in two weeks, and I need to sell it real quick. Yeah, you I bought promise it wholesale. That I'd be selling a lot. You said? Oh, well, they just told me I just need to sell to a friend who's going to sell to a friend. Mm. Um, imagine athletic greens ended up being a pyramid scheme. I mean, I think it probably is. I think we'd have more people pitching it to us other than just like Joe Rogan. Does Joe Rogan use athletic greens? I'm sure he does. No way. He just uses uh, TRT and elk meat. Uh, but he uses it to supplement his diet because you can't get all the nutrients you need on a daily basis. That's why it's nice to have a tropical fruity punch flavor. Oh, we're going into a read. We're going to an ad copy. <laughs> Good King Cam bought his uh, copy paper for reading all of his copy. Cam, it was a cell. Uh, you know, I'm 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 drinking a, a cocktail here. Um, it's a bit of a seldom, bit of a seldom day. Uh, I heard the news today that my uh, my grandmother's dog died. Sorry to hear which that. Which is of course very sad. You know, uh, I think you know. But now you know. You know when uh, when a, when a human pass when a, when a person passes or an animal passes. You know, you really have time to reflect on some of your best times with them. You know, really like the core memories that you're gonna stick out. I'll be there for you. Yeah, exactly. And and this was and this was and you know and I said the same thing when Matthew Perry died. I said, yeah. finally. But in this it's case, about time. In this case, I didn't think it would take this long to choke you. Yeah, honestly, I, th- I, I, I like when Matthew Perry died. I thought to myself, I thought the cocaine was going to do it 25 years ago. Um, nice. But with this dog in particular, you know, uh, reflecting on some of the memories that you know have of the dog or whatever, and um, I think that I am now comfortable to tell the story of the only time I've ever kicked a dog. Oh boy! Yes. Um. So my fa- my parents would go away to the before, cottage. Before you do this, how much are you donating to the SSPA, whatever it's They're called? They're not getting a cent. Okay. So, They'll be listening. So I just wanted to make sure you. Yeah, them yeah. Know. Actually, um, they all listen over there at the SPCA. They actually kind of uh, plug our podcast through their like internal speakers. They go through the office. My parents would go away to the cottage for you know a week, two weeks at a time in the summertime, and that was when it was I I would I'd be home alone. You know, look after the cat, look after the house. That's really it. You're working in the summer, so obviously I'm not going to take a full week off when you're a student. And um, I arrived at the house. We're uh, we're a garage door. We enter through the garage door, which then goes into the laundry room. I uh, open the laundry room, close the door, and that's when I see this cocker spaniel before. I've never seen this fucking dog in my life. I Mind you, I've been home alone for three and a half days now. I'm going to be home alone for another eight I see a Cocker Spaniel standing between me and the door to get into the house. And this Cocker Spaniel shows You've its You've never teeth. seen it in your life. I've never seen this fucking... I've never seen... I, I, this was the first Cocker Spaniel I might have ever seen ever. Like right. not maybe Not just, a good looking dog. Not a good looking dog. Maybe right the, the worst. Maybe the maybe worst. Maybe the worst. One up top. Put up there with those little plugged up things. And... I don't know what to do. You're, you're thinking a million things. Whose dog is this? First, I'm thinking this dog got in the house somehow. Yeah. Um, and uh, this dog shows its teeth immediately um, and lunges to my ankles. Ankle biter. Ankle this is where bi- they get their name and, from. And this is a little laundry room, and I'm going to give this laundry room two and a half, uh, maybe, th- maybe three and a half feet wide by right. eight, eight, nine feet long, ten feet long. Maybe. Right. Not You're far. fighting in a phone booth here. You're I'm fighting fight- in a phone booth. I'm fighting in a phone booth. This dog goes to my ankles. I, in the split to second 
decide to jump over the dog to clear it so I can then get to the door. The dog is standing between me and the door. I jump the dog and I clear it and my right foot, which is the foot behind, smacks the shit out of this thing. Right under the jaw, too. You can hear that sound of when, you know, the teeth clap against each other. Oh, yeah. I land gracefully, mind you, on the other side, open the door, shut it, this dog's going nuts, and finally I have some time to breathe. What the fuck is happening here? Right. And? You're looking around for context clues, right? Did somebody break in and maybe brought their dog and left it in the the, the laundry room like they're very polite or something? You went to the gun case? Well, I go straight. Which is open. I go straight to the gun rack. And uh, cuz I we own many guns. Oh yeah, well why lock it? That yeah. just that defeats the purpose of the intruders being there. Um I'm looking around, I'm looking around at the house, I'm looking at the things look mostly in place and then I see a jacket leaning up on the chair, which is definitely a full metal jacket. It was not a full metal jacket. It was oh, just a this, normal okay. maybe like a north face jacket. It was like a green. Sure. It was like a light green color, but it's a jacket that I know who's that owner is. That's Papa's jacket. That's weird. Hmm. What's, what's Papa doing there? What's Papa's jacket doing here? While I'm in the midst of trying to figure out everything that's happening, the door opens. The front door of my house opens. Right. This is when you pull out the uh, Desert Eagle? Or well, was I, grabbed, I, grabbed an, I grabbed another full metal jacket of sorts. Okay, yeah. Nana and Papa walk in the door. Hey, Cameron. Hey. We just came into town for a, uh, for, a, for a doctor's appointment. Did you meet Toby? He's our new dog. He's just in the laundry room. Oh, I met Toby. Cam, you and... The listeners of the show are the only people outside of my father who has ever heard this. I kicked my grandparents' dog right Somewhat out of the jaw. accidentally. I kicked it. You kicked it. I kicked it. I don't know. Um, right under the jaw, teeth clanked. You could hear it happening. This dog's going off. And I had to live. This was probably when I was 20 years. I've, I've, I've gone the last, let's say, 12 years having to hold in this secret to Nana to my parents, to anybody, really. Right. You, you don't want that story leaked within the family. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's not a good... Yes, yes, I was trying to save myself, but it's not a good look. And Cameron, we got a surprise for you today. Oh, what's the surprise? <laughs> Nana, come in here. Your come whole here. family's here. Oh, everybody! Cameron, that was my dog. You, you kicked my dog. So that's the story. The only time I've ever uh, kicked a dog. The only time I've ever hit a dog. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Toby. He's uh, he's gone. He was a crappy dog, and he's gone. Yeah. Cocker Spaniels, not good. No. Would not recommend. No. Shitty, shitty dogs. Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad you've uh, come to terms with it. How Thank many you. times did you have to, um, like, be with the dog and just kind of look at it and be like, We've we've had our. I guess every other time you saw your grandparents over the last twelve yeah. years, so yeah, at least twice. Did it ever get along with you? No, it's a you know, I don't know if you see this within your local community or at your local dog parks or stuff. There's something about old people dogs that are a bit different, uh, just because the old people aren't training them the same way. They're not playing with them the same way. So there's a very different temperament to an old person dog. Yeah, maybe uh, they might be quicker to bite. They might be quicker yeah. to react um, if they're faced in a situation that they're not used to. And what they're used to is a 72-year-old, like, 
getting up to make tea. That's what they're right. used to, right? So anything outside of whatever their life is, they tend they tend to be a bit reactive. I've seen that even within my community here. It's yeah, uh, yeah you know. So I've interacted with this dog for years, and it was kind of like, who's going to go first, Nana or the dog? You know, I'm just glad it was the dog because then no one. If it was Nana, then someone would have to look after the fucking dog. You have to tell it to her on her death. It would be put it down immediately. Would be the solution, but yeah. <laughs> You're just walking with a butcher's knife like I got Literally. This. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the pulse ends on Nana, I'm going straight to the dog. <laughs> no. Okay, we're good. Mm. <laughs> you calling one shot. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Take the shot. Echo, echo. Yeah. Echo, echo. Charlie down. <laughs> Time to blast. I, well, yeah, actually, well, you know, it was a good thing that I was able to contact the team, uh, part of TL- SEAL Team 6. Um, can yes. which you are quite familiar with because you oh, were there, yeah. but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you actually yeah. were there with a skip the de- with a skip the dishes delivery. Uh, you were you you actually had a sh- like a warm lamb shawarma, and you yeah. were just walking around a bunch of huts, kind of knocking on huts, going like Bin Laden, lamb shawarma, looking, looking for a uh, Laden bin, looking for a Laden, Laden bin. bin, Laden bin, and then um yeah, then you just heard the gunfire. Heard the gunfire said, what, no tip? And there was no, yeah, you gave him a po- very poor review. Certainly. Well, actually, you know, not many people know. Um, you know, we, we've all, we're all familiar with that video um, of John Cena at a live wrestling event the day they killed uh, Osama Bin Laden when, uh, when John Cena takes the microphone and really champions America and says, like, as of today, like, you know, we have killed Osama Bin Laden, and then the fan goes nuts. But actually, what the video kind of cuts off there, but what fans who were in attendance remember, and they say, and Osama off the top ropes. They said, well, they said Osama off the top ropes. They really, well, actually, you know, I think a lot of people, the stories that are fantasy, the stories that are really sensationalized about the way in which um, Osama bin Laden was actually killed. No, he actually just took a stone cold stunner. That's uh, actually what did it. It was kind of like a combo. It was a stunner to choke slam to a, um, I believe it was a diamond cutter, Diamond Dallas Page. And he was winning that match for 90% of it. Many people don't know that SEAL Team Cisco was actually just old wrestlers performing their finishing maneuvers uh, for like 10 minutes kind of back and forth. You know, there's a figure four, like over to a sharpshooter. Yeah, not, it was a cage match too. Not, <laughs> it was a handicapped cage match. You don't see many of those often. You know, Osama did try to escape the cage a few times by climbing over. Didn't really work though. Tried his um, tunnel maneuver, didn't work. He found the chairs under there, though, and that's when it got ugly. That's when it got really ugly. There was this actually this scene from the event of Osama Bin Laden going under the ring and pulling out the uh, the canvas bag, which can only mean one thing. Of course, we're talking thumbtacks. He's pouring thumbtacks all over the ring, and Mankind came out with Sako? And he was tag-teamed with Osama. And, which was crazy, because Mankind was a babyface at the time. And so it was crazy to see him play the heel. Um, yeah, many people do not... It's a, it's a very different reality of what happened um, on that on that faithful day. I was opening up my computer literally yesterday, and the first tab that opens up is 9-11 attacks. Because I was trying to prove to someone how many buildings got hit that day. They yeah, like, you know, it was yeah, two. Because I've heard, like, I've, it was more I've, than I've, two. I've heard this thing recently. Maybe I think we talked about it on the show. It's uh, women asking their boyfriends how often they think of the Roman Empire. Yeah. Um, I think you could also just substitute Roman Empire for nine eleven. Easily. <laughs> how often do you think about that? And for me, it's or Steel Team Six. It's the same answer. It's like not every day, but every other day at least. You know, like yeah. I'm thinking about it in some capacity. Here's a better um, here's a better one that girlfriends can do, and I guarantee they're gonna get the same answer. I just got back from a three day cottage weekend. Um, 
Shannon, first question. Oh, it must be nice that you spent so much time with your friends. What's new with them? Crickets. I'm like I have that didn't come up. What do you? Why would I talk about those things? Yeah, and you didn't talk about it, and you should. And I saw some photos from your weekend, Kim. You certainly had a lot to talk about because Jeremy, friend of the show, was missing an eye. He had one yeah. eyeball, at least in the photos that I could see. And I guess you yeah, I mean didn't that was a cur- that was a current event, not how are they doing before the weekend, oh, after the you, weekend, you, not you, so good. Yeah, and you, you, you know, and to be a fly on the wall in your house, Kim, I'm sure you're very like it's a lot of those literal things. Um, you know, not how are they now? How were they doing? Yeah, um, or no, I think it was anything new in their lives. You're like, uh, he lost a lot of money at poker. I won it. And but money, but you still money. The money isn't new. He they, there was money that existed before. Yeah, there could not be not more for him. There could be a but, new job, but there was always a job in general. A right, new girlfriend, yeah. but uh, there was a girl in the first place. Yeah, are they so, doing well? I yeah, I think. Yeah, we well, I mean, fun. at least, I mean, you can't do good. I mean, you can do good, but you don't do good when you do well. Yeah. We've been over that yeah. a litany of times here on the show. Uh, and when we start repeating stuff, that means it's time for one thing. And that's, of course, we got to kick it. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 two and by cardinal sin, is that when you went to the Catholic Church and molested that man in the white outfit? <laughs> is that a cardinal no. sin? Close to it, but one worse. One worse. So I'm, I refuse to pronounce my name wrong, even though I know it causes confusion every time I say it to someone. And I go, Leclerc. And I go, L-E-C-L-E-R-C. They go, wait, L-A what? And you go, slow it down with me, brother. L-E-C. L E R C, and they're like, "Oh, the large C." You're like, "Nope, nope, little C." And little C, and they go, "Okay, that's French." You're like, "Yes, let's oui. move on." And they say, "What's your email?" We're like, let's do this one more time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a robot. I called Air Transit the other day. I had to book some flights for work, and I fucked up my booking, so I needed to uh, call them. And they're like, "What is the last name you're referring to?" And it was a robot. I'm like. Can't do it this time. Leclerc. <laughs> and? It was like, Leclerc, that's the name we have on file. We'll now change your flight. Oh, my I'm lord. Like, I, I, I've, I've given up to the robots. I am now a slave to AI. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm so glad that you just accepted it, you know? Yeah, I, at that point, you're like, this is a losing battle. I'm that's already hard. so frustrated at myself for booking the wrong day. That's tough. It's tough, um, to, go I did your, get your, it's tough to, go, to go into morals like that. You know? Yeah. I did want to get your opinion on something, though. So, Cam, listeners of the show know that I've been studying profusely for this poker tournament. Uh, Yeah, from everything from how to play poker to how to shuffle cards. You've been, oh, yeah, Texas Hold'em for dummies. On the table. At the local library, I'm sure you went to go. I did. Yeah. Wow. Read that. The YouTube feed is just Daniel Negreanu takes, or videos. That's it. Yes. Good, Good Canadian kid. Phil Ivey. 
right? You know, but these are dogs. some of the these are some of the goats. Yeah, some of the goats, right? Um, Phil Hellmuth, right? Um, anyway, so we show up, we play a little poker, right? And then I guess I pick up on some of the lingo after reading all this, and I'm just c- calling things like, "Yeah, I'll go three x the big blind." And they're like. Who the fuck is this guy? And obviously, I win significantly. Like, I clean up for both nights, right? They're now somewhat accusing me of cheating because I practiced beforehand and didn't tell them and call me names because I was doing a little bit of homework before doing a weekend. What's your take on this, Cam? Is this fair play or is this... um, uh, poor etiquette. You're right, folks. It's time for another edition of Fair Play or Poor Etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> Game we play, segment we do every week on the show. <laughs> yeah. Since day one, Fair Play or Poor this is, Etiquette. And this, is for, this is the 167th edition of Fair Play or Poor Etiquette. That's including some of the minis, even the Kim Mitchell mini F-P-P-E. episode. <laughs> the Kim FPPE Mitchell, is brought the, to you by. <laughs> The Kim Mitchell mini episode even did uh, an episode of uh, this, or did even a segment of this. See, I am of the belief that, uh, so I'm bad at poker. Short of the one, though, you and I are the, we. Uh, you we were a part of a poker night maybe about a year ago, and I actually played second, and I yeah. conceded second because you end up in that thing where it's like, oh, we can go forever. Um, and uh, I'm famously bad at poker because I never play it. And I think right. because I don't do it is why I don't know how to do the strategy. And obviously, I, I, I can remember the the order of the, the value of the hands. But when I'm seeing cards in the thing and then remembering which cards are not in there and my, my odds, I'm out, I'm out to lunch. Right. So to me, I'm not good at poker because I don't play poker. If you are studying poker and playing poker, that's really just practicing. It's right. like, why can you hit all of your 15-foot putts and your buddy can't? Oh, it's because you're putting every day. You're trying to get better at it. And I think your approach towards this particular poker tournament was exactly that. You put in an effort to try and get better instead of to show up and use the knowledge that you have. Because everyone can learn yeah. more about something. I'm sure even uh, you know got people who you go play with, maybe even people who suggested a po- the poker weekend. They might not be the best at it. They just wanted an excuse to, you know, use your family cottage. So, right. I don't think you cheated. I think you did a great job. Sometimes, though, I think you do have to cheat to win. This is you did not cheat to win. You just played. I don't. I do not think that you actually cheated. Like you were, like you were hiding cards, or you know something like that. I don't believe you're not an actual cheater. That's not in your nature. But That's you practiced. Right, yeah. I, you practiced and you practice. got better. So uh, good on you. I got better. Good thank you. Thank you. Yes. And that concludes you have my the full support. Uh, hundred. I... Thank you. And that concludes our 167th uh, segment of FPPE Fair Play or Poor Etiquette. And this week is brought to you by the Bottomless Piggy Bank. If you use the code Oink Oink at checkout, you get an extra 10% off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, use code Oink Oink. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, we got that, more yeah. of this, folks. That, yeah, that that was fair play. That was fair play, and we yeah, like we said, we play this every single week. Of course, there was a, <laughs> we haven't missed a week. Sometimes you can go back in the episodes. Sometimes uh, the debates are quicker 
in terms of fair play poor etiquette, you know, like this was very fair play. Um, sometimes it's quick in the opposite direction. Cam, one time, uh, we all famously remember here on the show uh, when you had that boxing match against the old man. And you He said he was a pro in high school. Well, yeah, so he said he was a pro in high school and he was like, I'm gonna end that but then you and you didn't want to hit him, but you really wanted to lay out the dirty talk or like the trash talking kind of thing. So you were like, Hey old man, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you and then go fuck your wife from behind. <laughs> and it was actually your trash talking, he had a heart attack in 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 the in the ring and that counted right the ref yes, started that's counting technically one. a dq so, so technically count technically that, you yeah. won without laying a punch but uh it was pretty incredible defense it was pretty unanimously poor etiquette when you started talking about wanting to take his wife from behind and uh you're gonna wear his skin as a coat like, all kind of trash talk specific, but it, it, poor etiquette, to say the least. Said a lot of bad things about veterans that day, too, which I might have maybe held back. And you and you, and you, and, and you, and you said that. It was, it was funny because you weren't going to say veteran stuff, and as soon as you took a shirt off and you started to see all those old, like, army tattoos, you looked at the rest of us and said, I'm doing the army material. <laughs> <laughs> like it was very, I'm doing the bit, guys. And I'll be honest, we said no. <laughs> That's also not the first time that you've tried to like to play with uh, valor of any kind, Cam. Famously, you uh, you you'll wear a hat that says Canada Army and then try to get a discount on plane tickets. <laughs> At the chat when I'm boarding the plane, and I go, "Is there like an army discount or something like yeah, that?" Yeah, you so you've already paid for the flight. You see, stolen valor is more of I'm duping them. Less than like I actually. Did I call something. that fair play. I call that stolen fair play. valor is fair play. Stolen valor is actually fair play. Fair play here on two C's. Gosh, yeah. nice going. Yeah, uh, it's nice to, nice to hear they had a nice time. You know, I'm sure uh, it was there. There was snow up there. Oh, I Alabama, got another. Sure. Yeah, I got an FP. Um, oh, RP. Or so uh, the reason we were going up there is we had to help Kyle with his dock neighbor, uh, like two doors down. Neighbor, and, I've, uh, met, I've met him you before. You met him, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Very nice guy. Uh, I did his dock bringing in in the, in the spring, and then this was going to be a late one to do it out, but when I did it in the spring, he uh, gave me, I think, like 30 beers like a week later or something like that. I was like, hey, thanks for doing it. I'm like, oh, great. Didn't expect it, but thank you. Didn't have to do it, but thank <sighs> you. Didn't have to do it. Take yep. it. Now, this one, we go up there. We drag the boat all the way across. It was a pain in the ass, like getting the motor started. It was cold as hell. Uh, he's really appreciative, and then he's like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna head out." And he headed out, and we're like, "Huh?" So we basically got to thank you for doing it. We're, I think we is that fair play, or is that poor etiquette? See, that's hard to say Did, because never came over for a beer or anything. Said see, that's hard really to say kind. because in that guy's mind, he was like, "Oh, is this the day that I'm being helped? Awesome!" And he's setting his calendar. Of course, it's nice to stay for. Did he go home after that? Yeah, he went so, came to the cottage for that. Yeah, so I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on a guy for not having a beer before driving. Let's agree. There, yeah, right, right, right. If, if anything, oh yeah, I'll have a cup of tea with you boys. Maybe a bit of a hangout would have been nice, or even on his part, being like, "Hey, I bought banana bread. Thanks, guys." You know, like a very, very, yeah. very, like or a very, like literally, a, if guys are gonna be up there, bring the case of beer and be like. This 12's on me. 
or something like that. I think something yeah. like that would have been nice. However, because there was like a pre-existing arrangement of of aid, um, maybe, you know, it was a little more cut and dry. It was a little more like, this is the one thing that has to get done today, and then boom, we're off. Right. Um, I think poor etiquette on leaving it so late. I'll be honest. Um, an experience as a cottager, dare I even say experienced cottager, it is important to uh, plan your dock removal, but then also over the course of years, um, how do you make your dock removal easy, easier? Ideally, yeah. bringing your docks in is a two-person job. I Correct. fucking dealy. And I say that because... The cottage at my fam, oh, sorry, the the dock at my family cottage was a multi-person job, and now it was a me and my old ass dad can do it, right? Like we have found ways to simplify it over the years. You figure out how to, it goes down. Are you, are you a boat dragger, or are you or a, a dragger of the dock, or are you a pusher of the dock with the boat? What do you mean? Why would we? Uh, well, I, I mean, every dock is different, right? You have to figure oh, out okay, what dock so is going to work for you, right? Because is yours going up down, or do you have to drag it across a lake to a bay? Well, so we we tie off. We tie off by the main, we like the floating parts of the dock. We tie off on our yeah, the land, main dock. you know, the main the main okay. area, right? So that's just you you canoe it over to the land, and then just yeah. wrap ropes, and then wrap ropes around the tree. Of course, leave some slack because the water will move with the ice, the drift, all those sorts of things. But the main part of the dock is like always attached, like it's anchored in. Like you don't do shit with that. It's oh, really just the bridge, which is the part you got to do that connects the floating part to the part that's landed. Interesting. So yours is a little more simple, I'd say. Right. So for that bit, all we have to do for that is unhook the the bridge on this side that's floating. Yeah. And unhook flip it up top. And then un yep. unhook on the other side, roll it up, and then um, re um, reverse that in the springtime. So yeah, I think you guys, because you guys have a different little sort of layout there, like we just tie ours to the land to a tree yeah. on our cottage's property. We bring it to a bay, probably. But see, like either one, seven hundred meters away, which I, is a big pain in the ass to drag. Yeah, to yeah. See, everything's gonna be different. I'm sure. Have you guys ever tried the just fucking tie the floating parts? We we did last year, and it, it fucked. It was the floating dock we left there as a test. Ruined it. Done. How, you just left your floating part. Uh, we tied it onto a tree, but the problem is we were worried about currents. Yeah. Showing up, and then if there's currents underneath, but not on top, See, it'll yeah, just and, and twist you guys, it. And you have a very the deep, deep lake where there is a lot yeah. of that. And again, you have to find the solution that's going to work for you, right? Yeah. 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 I would think um, I, he should have given you beer because it was a very, it was a favor to do it this late. Was a was a favor in the favor. season very because cold. you guys were where exactly? You guys, you guys were dressed for the elements, right? I think Thanksgiving is the best time to do that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, because the leaves are changing. It was snow. They were literally where the where they we left it, within another thirty meters there was ice. So they, we were getting closed in. I would love to get invited up to your um your. I did winter. invite you up. Oh well, not this particular. Like not, you know what we there's more weekends. This weekend. It was right, also now, shorter notice. I'm telling you, Cam. As soon as the ice comes in, it is no longer cottage weekends. It is now ice fishing yeah, weekends the, where we sleep there. The cottage becomes a chalet. Oh, I love ice fishing. You like ice fishing. I love ice fishing. Fantastic. Well, yeah, okay. because fishing with you is too, like, rudimentary. It's too just, like, remember when we went fishing, when we went camping, and you're like, this is where we go at this time, at this depth. Yeah. 
That's because I know how to catch fish. And what did we do? I mean, we caught a couple fish. For our, yeah. do- our dogs ate well. The bitches ate well, ate well. And I'm not just talking about the dogs. Nice. Anyways, Cam, uh, I have something here for you. Just a little bit. Uh, of course, we're halfway through the show, but let's get into last week's show with some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. What would you like to know first? The length of an ultra marathon, 42.195 kilometers. That's an ultra? That is the ultra marathon. What's length. the marathon? 32? I think marathon's like 30s. Yeah, 33. 33.1, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, there's a point one, right? Because it's a, it is it's a little bit. It's the correct system. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, I, I, I've, I've been to a marathon. It's pretty fun. I've been to one. Yeah, I've been to one as well in Colorado. Good time. Yeah. Um, Good energy. Of Good course, vibes. This somehow comes up quite often. Uh, but I just want to reiterate, reiterate to the fans. Can you legally marry your cousin? Um, just re- <laughs> This comes up too much. Remember, kids, if you want to marry your cousin, um, uh, not in North America. Just don't do it. Some countries in Europe prohibit it or like actually allow it, but just don't do it. I think that's the general gist is don't fucking do that. Right. Also, we were recently talking about- Keep it off the books, you know? Off better for the taxes. books, exactly. Better for tax purposes. And uh, we were talking about- You know the about, best part about dating your cousin is? Uh, what? Uh, there's no awkward family introductions. Yeah. Well, I guess you just introduce them now. I guess you don't have to introduce them. They already know. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, you had brought this up, and this was more of a little, maybe a little independent study that I did, Cam. You had brought this up in a thing. The the, the theme, the subject was like things that you d- did for a long time and then found a better way to do it or something along those lines. And you had brought up specifically somebody who you knew who would always turn the shower on and it would be cold. Yeah. And then they would wait. And then it was like years later where they figured out, it was like, no, turn it on, wait for it to get warm, and then walk in instead of having to stand there um for now what you said 20 seconds okay that's what sure. that, that's time that you said that it would take the time for time to get hold cold to get hot so over the past week i have turned the shower knob to the appropriate temperature setting that i'm looking for and then one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi until i got there What's our numbers? What's my numbers? Uh, now we're numbered in my place, an older building. Definitely, you know, maybe even the 50s, maybe in the 60s. My building. But you might be close to the hot water tank, too. I'm also barely off the ground, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, water gets here. Water gets here quickly. My average was 7.87 seconds over the now course of... Now, you were of- counting in Mississippis, and you're telling me you had decimal points. No, I used... I used... I used... I, I used uh, <laughs> Miss- I, How many letters is that? It well, was yeah, at when, least when you get six. to the first book, you get an MIS. M-I-S-S-I-S-I-P. That is the point eight. And I knew how to get there. Yeah, because I had M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. 11. So I would um, I'd take the first M out and then I-S-S-I-S-I-P-P-I. No, I used I used an actual timer. I wasn't using Mississippi's. But I do use Mississippi's if I am counting for seconds. I don't I do not do 1,000. How many seconds you can last in bed? I, honestly, when I when I'm having sex, I'm mostly just going one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three. <laughs> no, but if I am counting seconds in my head, where it's like a, I don't know, you're counting for whatever reason, you know, you're you're, you're, you're people count. You're a Mississippi counter. 
I do. I, I just do, wear I, a watch, and I just don't even count. No, but and, if there's ever a second, an instance where it's like, for example, I, at work, I'll do stuff. It's like it, like the light should turn on in five seconds. Then I go one Mississippi, two Mississippi, and then it goes on. You know, I, I don't, I don't do one one thousand, two one thousand, or right. any any kind of shit like that. These are just the lights, and then you walk into the office to make sure they turn on every day. Exactly. Did we pay the electric bill? <laughs> Often the answer is no. Mississippi two, Mississippi three, Mississippi. Someone walks in, you're like. 706 Mississippi 7 I get up there There's a lot of Mi- And then eventually I go to Mississaugas Like one Mississauga Two Mississauga Was that what, was that what Canadians Are supposed to say I think one you're supposed Mississauga. to go M-I-S-S-I-S-A-U-G-A Instead of I-M-M-I-S-S-I-S-I-P-P-I Nice One Mississauga One Mississauga I'm a One Kitchener Rangers Two Kitchener Rangers Three Kitchener Rangers Four Kitchener Rangers I guess Rangers. you could do it with anything It's more of the cadence yeah. In which you uh, um, Yeah one butt plug, yeah. two butt plug, three <laughs> butt plug, four butt plug. I guess you could do it with anything, you know. Yeah. Um, what else was I gonna ask you about? I don't know. Do you have a game for me? Not this week. It's been a little bit of a scramble. A little bit of a scramble week. And you're not ta- and you're not talking your golf game, which has mostly just been scrambling uh, from the rough. I miss golf so much. Can't wait to play again, but I am excited for ice fishing. Well, I'm excited. Uh, I got to say, maybe maybe we can talk about it quickly here on the on on the recording. Of course, uh, next weekend. Next weekend, the Connor, birthday bash arena. Connor's birthday. Very excited. You know, Connor's never had a birthday party, so I think this is very important for a lot of reasons. Of course, uh, we will be there. Uh, special appearance by Jamie and Zoe. Oh really? Apparently they got the invite. I know, I know, I know. I heard, but uh, there's something that we've been talking, we've talked about before, and I wonder if it can kind of materialize in that way. Cam, you and I have always, or we haven't in, in the past, talked about a dog walking podcast. A dog walking podcast. We get up, we walk the dog, um, we talk about dogs. We talk about uh, what we like about um, other dog owners. We talk about what we hate about other dog. Owners. Maybe what's in and our. And you know, we know we're going to run into other dog walkers, and we say we're recording a podcast. We're recording go, a podcast. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! And we're, I know the reaction. Be like, you on right now? Or like, we're this is the Joe Rogan experience. They go, I heard of that. Yeah, Cam, because that. because we're both we both shave our head. Yeah. And jack ourselves up on Turkestra. I like Turkestra. That's one of my favorite Turks. And um, I guess, do you, I mean, it's always been an idea, Cam. Is, is this something, can we do this on Sunday? The day after so. the party? We do, I just need some batteries for my Zoom, man. I think we're no, good. No, well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out of my way or maybe I can direct you to head go to Long McQuaid and rent the specific things. We're going to do uh, lavalier microphones. So we can That'd clip we can clip them to our uh, our lapel and then we can freely right. walk because again I think one of the most important things about dog walking is what you do with your hands. You know, right. are you leash in one hand, uh, coffee in the other? Are you do you do the the little um, leash right. that goes around your waist? You know, how uh, do you light your cigarette? How with yeah. it holding the dog? Exactly right. Like who holds your hair when you're vomiting? All these. <laughs> How do you strike the match on your cigar? All these sorts of things, right? Which I think is very important. I think uh, I'm going to, you know, we're, we're going to find a way to, we're going to find lavalier mics that record onto SD cards. And I'm very excited for the first episode of Dog Walking. Okay, we got to ballpark. We got to work on some names for this. I think Dog Walking's great. The Dog Walking Pod? It's just two season a pod, Dog Walking. I, dog I, think walking. It, I think it's a very simple walk in, of course. Like Keycap Dog Walking? Exactly. It's just walking with the apostrophe at the end, you know, no G. Right. 
And uh, I think this can really go places, whether, you know, whether the path is, you know, a, a neighborhood walk or a trail walk or even a, a dog park were there. You know, yeah, uh, I'm not going to a dog park in well, this city. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying, the, all, all, of these, all of these are options, you know, as, as a frequent yeah. dog park attender, you know, as a daily dog park attender. Right. I, you know, we're going to run into some people and it's going to be a good time. Exactly. And you're you know, go, and, oh, hey, how are you? They go, oh, your dog is so nice. Is this well, darling? And I got, yeah, I got a cute as hell dog. Right, that's yeah. new to the neighborhood. So people are gonna see this dog and be like, "Oh shit, this is the cutest fucking dog." Who is this? Who is this guy? This is the Who cutest is guy? fucking little girl. And I said, "It's a girl, motherfucker." Yeah, you kick him in the nuts. You and then I kick him in the nuts. It. See, and all this is dog walking, baby. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, you're gonna want to regular stuff. You're gonna want to stay tuned to next week's episode, um, and then maybe you know we can do uh, a few weeks later, which is of course the live show, which we haven't chatted about, but I can only imagine it's gonna happen the exact same. It has to happen. It's a staple of the the night. It is. I don't know if we want to make it such a grand production this time. Do we want to scale it back and make it more casual again? I actually thought the grand production was uh was a great addition to that. Maybe we can, you know, obviously formatting and time capping. I think could also happen because, of course, we can go on forever once we start drinking. But I think it felt like uh, the energy of the live crowd was there. Cam, you and I provide the. The games and the fun. So many of these things here on the podcast that all the listeners love. Uh, right. I, th- I think we'll it can really go fun, places. We'll come with some fun games, yeah. That's exactly it. Maybe, you know, yeah, we think of all the... We, we, we build up the Wheel of Deaths and we, we, we do the headlines. I think I think the crowd really responded well last... Or let us know. Juicyspod.gmail.com. Did we do well? Yeah. I thought it was well? better than the... Do you hate the, us? I thought it was better than the previous drop-ins... And the way, um, you know, people talk, but they're not on microphone. And then it's, you know, it becomes kind of that thing. Or Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll chat about it offline. Um, I know we're coming. Should we get into our staples? I know it's a little bit of a slob, though, but I've, I've had a busy week. You've had a busy week, eh? Uh, just oh, yeah, you stopped yeah, working on Wednesday. Pretty much. And then, and it's been, you know, you had to watch football all day Thursday, and then of course you, 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 you had a hell of a time on Black Friday, just refreshing websites trying to find the best deal. I that's one of my peeves for the week, but we're gonna get into that later. Oh okay. Oh, oh it's let's, not a peeve. It's a shrug, I believe. It's a shrug. Um, but let's get into our uh, headliner outside. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Headline or asinine? Brought to you by. No. Come on. The bottomless piggy bank. Bottomless piggy bank. And whether you're saving for that dream vacation, shiny new gadget, or just a rainy day, the bottomless piggy bank has your backside. I mean back. That's right. Oink oink at checkout. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Okay, um, I got a few for you here. I got a fun, a couple of funny, fun ones for you. Um, future baseball Hall of Famer, future baseball Hall of Famer throws shutout against high school girls team in Japan. Future baseball Hall of Famer gets a shutout throwing against women's. Uh, gosh, this just sounds like one of your red pill fucking headlines, Cam. As we know, uh, r slash red pill is your fucking homepage. 
And this is exactly it. You know, this is going to be Trevor Bauer, who decided that he's my like, favorite pitch. I already have his jersey. Already favorite pitcher. Yeah, yeah. And you got the jersey. And see, what sucks is that you got the jersey like after the allegations, which is the. Did crazy- you hear about that was getting cleared though? I mean, just the fact that you were involved in crazy shit in the first place means that you are probably not a reputable character. You know. Like, if you are in the ballpark of where this crazy shit's happening, chances are you're a shit person. Um, okay. I will I will say, for due diligence, look into what he released after. He yeah, we all, know the, we all know the story. Yeah, yeah. There was accusations that was like 100% cleared, and he's like, yo, I'm fucking cleared or whatever. But yeah. all I'm saying is Randy Johnson never had anything. So, there was no social media when Randy Johnson was around. I don't give a fuck. He's the J- big Randy un- Johnson. He's the definitely- big fucking unit. No, I'm just, all I'm saying is like if you're if you're if you're in yeah, social media didn't exist. You're gonna talk like- shit about Trevor Bauer. On this podcast. I'm talking shit about Trevor Bauer. Oh, hell yeah. I don't care. It's like if something shady happens around you, you're probably not in the right circles in the first place. Right? And there have been famously bad circles forever. Like the I don't know. The Brown Simpson suicide, murder suicide, which yeah, I mean that 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 really tarnished OJ's career. That his wife and his wife's best friend murder suicided each other. Yeah, right. Everyone like knows a, that's what happened. Imagine yeah. having to go through and there's that. no questions about that. Yeah, it's so crazy. And honestly, out of I saw, I feel so bad for Robert Kardashian, who being the shoulder that uh, a famous athlete had to cry on. Um, this could be a situation like that, right? Or maybe it was like an exhibition play. You know, I know. Um, I know. I, I've heard before. Like the Canadian women's hockey team plays against the Ryerson men's hockey team, just because you know it's a very equivalent level of. Uh, it could be like a charity thing. Also, I, I remember hearing something one time. It was um. The Wrexham Men's Soccer Club, football club, sorry, and they have a women's football club, and they did an exhibition match against each other, and the dudes just fucking dominated. So it could have been something like that, you know, take the best, the two best groups in the country, put them against each other. It's a lot harmless, but the headline sounds, um, you know, sounds bad, or, you know, sounds like it's trying to hurt somebody. I'm going to say this one's asinine. Uh, this is a headline, it's Ichiro Suzuki. In Ichiro Japan, Suzuki. Ichiro Suzuki threw a perfect game. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, throws a shutout. Sorry, throws a shutout. You mean like uh, get, Seattle Mariners outfielder? Yes. Like not man Seattle who's Mariners not born outfitter. A, he's not a Ichiro pitcher. Suzuki, huh. likely Hall of Famer. Oh, but, fifty years without old. A doubt, without a doubt, Hall of Famer. Played against a Japanese high school girls team in their All Star game to encourage girls to join baseball. He threw 116 pitches, complete game shutout, striking out nine in a four nothing victory in the Tokyo a, Dome. The Tokyo Dome, oh yeah. baby, that is a legendary venue. Maybe he also day. got a hit too. Maybe one day I'll go to the Tokyo Dome, go to Wrestle Kingdom yeah. on January. I call 4th. the Tokyo Dome when you smoke weed in your tent. <laughs> is that what's called Tokyo Dome? I call that Tokyo Tent. Yeah, Tokyo Tent. Him on here for you, Cam. Headliner asinine. One hundred and four year old woman dies before Guinness can confirm she's the oldest skydiver. We love Guinness on this show. Guinness famously on this here on the show. Uh we love you. Ripley's, believe it or not, go fuck yourself. We're a yeah. Guinness family. We're big Guinness guys over here. Um you confirm. 
that she was the oldest. So I'm assuming she did go for the skydive. She's like, all right, come check my age. And they're like, yep. So we're busy this week um, and the next month. And how was six months from now? And they're like, eh, we'll see. Next thing you know, old Grammy's passing along just with her cocker spaniel. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they're never confirming the age. That's a headline. Cam's one is a headline here for you. The story of a 104-year-old Dorothy Hoffner who jumped uh, 13,500 feet from a plane on October 1st um, uh, before passing away a few days later peacefully in her sleep at home. Uh, Hoffner uh, became drawn to the sport of skydiving at the age of 100, only four years ago. <laughs> in that time... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's had, uh, 17 jumps in the last four years. How many have you had, Cam? 17 and a half. However, our friends over at Guinness are still working to confirm the actual information, everything associated, um, to see if she is in fact the, uh, person who break the record for the oldest person to jump from a plane. Uh, the previous record belongs to a 103-year-old Swedish woman who broke the record in 2022. But, Cam, what fascinated me most is this is the record for uh, oldest person to jump out of a plane, which to me implies that there is a record for oldest person to get pushed out of a plane and or maybe oldest person to fall out of a plane. Um, either way, uh, the story's, you know, a little, a few weeks old or whatever, you know, they may have confirmed, but yeah, they're just trying to confirm, you know, confirming that the, the plane, the flight was actually at that level and, you know, all the sorts of things associated with it. So hopefully that's a cool record to have. That's a record to have for sure. Um, it's a definitely a cocktail party starter. Yeah. Well, she's all dead, right. so she's not going to any parties. Yeah. In heaven. Um, or hell. Um, headliner asking on Cam. Uh, woman attempts to urinate in plane aisle during Florida flight. Gosh, you know, I'm uh, in the aisle. You know, people... So, and you hear about this, people drinking on planes. You hear about this. And I've been... I, I don't think about drinking on a plane. Like, let's get fucking drunk on a plane. Um, maybe not my world. Uh, in the United States, people fly far more frequently because they have larger cities and closer areas. So they're going Atlanta to Denver. That's a fucking, that's just a couple hours, baby. That's a yeah. few cocktails on your way. You're we're here in Canada. You know, if you're flying, you're, you're, a, you're at least three hours from like anywhere. That's yeah. maybe worthy of going to. So you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to rest up or maybe early flights. It might be a bit different, maybe coming here from Southern Ontario. And then, but so this is definitely going to be a story from the United States. Um, it said Florida in the headline. Oh, whoops. Sorry. I didn't, uh, didn't quite catch that. But yeah, it's, wait, Florida woman or woman in Florida? Florida flight. Florida flight. Yeah. So the classic, what, uh, Jacksonville to Miami. It's. 16 minutes in the air and this woman had to piss <laughs> yeah you know i mean there's only what two air there's often what two uh two two bathrooms on an airplane maybe she really had to go the thing is you know if you have to go that bad the fact that you didn't like plan it ahead of time that you had to get to that point where you had to squat and piss in the aisle um i like to hope that maybe she tried to be a bit discreet maybe she tried to like 
at least go, you know, like there's the little corner where you walk into the plane and the uh, the door is there and maybe it's where just the uh, the flight attendants sit. But like there's yeah, or yeah. maybe like they stash away the coffee there and or the snacks, but like it's not an actual like you're not staring somebody in the eyes when you're doing it or like holding two people's chairs. Yeah. Uh but when you gotta go, you gotta go. This one's a headline. This one's a headline where a lady was told by the staff that she was not able to use the restroom. She says, Sorry folks, I gotta fucking pee and pulled down her pants in front of two young children. Um, to which the flight attendants stopped her and said, you definitely cannot pee right now. And she said, I don't give a fuck, but did pull her pants back up and then was later uh, confronting several people in playing and saying that I will kill you to one of them. Uh, no charges have been laid. So why, why, why was she not allowed to use the toilet? Because you weren't supposed to take your seatbelt off. Oh, it was one of those situations. And eh, that's a bit... See, that's a tough one for me because if it was a kid, they would be like, oh, yeah, go do it. But if yeah, it's an adult, but you're, you're not. Adult. But at the same time, like, I, like I, I'm just sympathizing with this woman because what if she's like, yo, I have a bladder problem or I have a kidney problem? Like, I don't know. There are, like, you know, sometimes. Find ways to deal with it more properly than just pulling your pants down in front of kids and being like, I guess can we have a side conversation right now? I guess the way to do it would be to scene? wear diapers and piss yourself. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I I'm you you try to sympathize with people having to go. But I th- I think there's a difference though between having to go they and then making the, a spectacle like th- on a plane. I like to think that they locked the bathrooms. Like they locked I don't her think out. You could do that from the outside. I don't but I like to think that's what they did like then nothing was stopping her besides the staff doing it, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. Like, Most I guess the they would have been there. like, "Hey, hey ma'am, can, uh, the seatbelt side on." And then she says, "I have to piss." And then they could have gone like, "Okay." No. Yeah, it was a Monday flight too. So <laughs> Mondays, am I right? Cam, I go in here for you. Uh, Cam, headliner asked, pilot arrested for using his private plane to stalk women." Stalking women. Um, I mean, in this this economy, you better be right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do you stalk women? I mean, are you trafficking women? Are you keeping them to sleep with later? Are you hoeing them out? Give me one more time reading on that one. Okay, Pamela Rashton, I'm pilot arrested for using his private plane to stalk women. Oh, now I get it. It's not that kind of stalk. I was thinking like stalking as an inventory. Oh my God, like an inventory. I'm like, how does one stalk women? Um, okay. Uh, man, what would, like, it would not be that convenient to stalk women that way if, unless you got to their city and then it's like, it's still a big hassle to stalk them that way. You're like, hey, they're like, I'm in Ibiza right now with friends and family. Like, don't worry, be there in 10 hours. Like, yeah, that would kind of suck. Or like, anytime you meet a girl, she's like, oh, I'm actually on a vacation in Florida, also on the way there. Uh yeah this this billionaire he's just he's just looking for love he's looking for love and I think he does not need to be slapped in the wrist I think he needs a game show <laughs> where he goes out and looks for love I'm getting a headline 
Cam, this one is a headline here for the story of a 65-year-old man named Michael Arnold, who recently pleaded not guilty to stalking after women accused him of stalking them by flying his plane over top of their homes in southern um, uh, Vermont. The uh, women unnamed uh who had property in the area that was close to saratoga airport in uh god schluierville um uh the women the women in this yeah so the women in this town local airport man owns the plane uh claiming that uh women are claiming that this plane keeps uh right drive or flying over their homes in particular particularly very close and quite often and uh even providing video of the plane so they got the restraining order against him against this man uh, who can only say 300 feet away, but apparently that also applies to, like, a vertical plane, literally. Um, so he is allowed to fly over their house, I guess. How There's you enforce a restraining order? Yeah, how do you enforce a restraining order? That is a good point. Um, but either way, the man, uh, man flies a 1976 Sasana 180-single-engine plane. Uh, denies it. Oh, it's a small plane. Okay. Yeah, small plane. Yeah, d denies that he's ever stalked anyone. Um, he was he, uh, saying that he uh, over the past few weeks he's been taking friends and family in, um, ride, riding them over the countryside. So, I, I don't it was know. Like a PG. No, 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 no. It's a yeah, private plane. Um, however, the judge did order that he is not allowed to um, uh, fly his plane for the next ninety days. Part of the part of it, so. Oh, I thought this is America. I mean, it is America. Yeah, this, it is America. Nice. All right, headline around tonight. Study says deaths when taking selfies at tourist hotspots are a public health problem. A public health problem. Well, deaths. Um, so I guess we're thinking. Yeah, there's going to be situations where people are going to try to get a good photo and put themselves in a compromising situation. Of course, you hear. And I think, like, not, not like, regularly, but on a somewhat regular basis, people fall into the Grand Canyon and die. Be like, they try to get the closest photo they can and they fall. And I'm sure these are sorts of things, right? The sorts of these Vista views where I'm sure it's going to happen. I think also any time that you are distracted from a potential reality, maybe you are... Uh, you know, if you're close to a, an Eiffel Tower type of thing, you might literally stop in the middle of the street and try to take a fucking photo of the thing because it looks great, but there's a double-decker bus that's going to crush you, right? Like, these sorts of things are going to happen. And, you know, from previously having worked at a tourist attraction here in the city of Toronto, sometimes the employees might just fucking kill you for not getting out of the fucking way. That's My favorite one is the uh, JFK X marks the spot location around a blind corner. That's exactly it, right? Like, how many people a year get hit by a car trying to do the Beatles Abbey Road walk? Probably I a hope lot. Two hundred. Uh, probably a lot, right? Like, there's going to be some places where, um, you know, your photo is less important than real life happening. And I understand that you're on vacation. I understand that you're just trying to see the country. I understand that you might not speak the language, but. There's a certain decorum that has to exist in public that isn't just uh, me, 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 me. So this is certainly something that's going to happen. I would love to hear some of the numbers on uh, on it to become like a public health concern. I would love to hear some of the numbers on some of these tours. I'm going to say this one is a headline. 
This is a headline, and the research was published by the University of New South Wales, not Old South Wales. Those guys are frauds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the risks are being communicated because there's 379 fatalities wow. since 2008 uh, being examined through reports of the media as well as cross-sectional studies. Uh, most of these have been from falling from cliffs and waterfalls uh, where the most self-related deaths often surpassing or not surpassing uh, where pedestrians would pass over gates as well as signs uh, putting themselves in compromising positions. Now, Cameron, I'm going to let you guess here. Uh, we're looking for a demographic. It's male or female is going to be the most common type. I feel like it's going to be female. That's correct. And age groups. Do you want to guess roughly at what age? I'm going to say it's uh, 50 plus. Uh, no. Ah, too bad. 22 is the number we're looking okay. for. Yeah, yeah. So average age being 22. Wow. Uh, most have climbed barriers or fences to get to their dangerous places to take a photo. So the report calls for better signage at tourist hotspots with information about the potential danger of the area for the selfie taker. Uh, lesson learned. Uh, these people deserve to die. No, they don't deserve to die. But yeah, they, if you they deserve should, they to should, die. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve to die, but it's, it's a shame this is happening. Uh, be smart out there, folks. Be smart. It's a dumb decision. Just a very easy, dumb decision. Cam life I got, is short. Cam, I got one here. Yeah, life is short. Cam, I got one here for you. Headliner outside, man breaks record for closest parallel park with two inches between each car. Each surrounding car. Sorry. Oh, wow. That's not one that we're going to be... And I, I assume the record indicates that you're not allowed to bump. So... <laughs> Yeah, you would think contact <laughs> would void the uh, the action. Yeah, because I could probably get in there a little bit. I mean, if I could make contact, yeah. The, neither of our bumpers are going to make it, but... Two inches on each side. That's actually nuts. Like, that's that might be the best world record out there. <laughs> like, long fingernail lady aside. Like, uh, like pretty la- dope. Lady who squirts milk out of her eyes aside. <laughs> Yeah, like this guy, he stands around at common destinations where we're like, oh, that's a tight spot. He's like, I got this one. Five bucks, I'll park the car for you. Whee! Like this is how he makes his living. <laughs> he's like, I got the badge. This is not a one of the best parkers. In this, one of the best parkers in the city of New York. Yeah, just has the uh, the vest on, just blowing a whistle all the time. Come on, give me the keys. Let's go. Keep it moving. Um, incredible. I'd love to see if this is a single turn and rotate in or if it caused or how many uh, pivots that it take to get there. Yeah, I want to see a lot of that. I'd love to see the video if you have it. This is a headline. <laughs> this one's ass nine. Oh, that's a good one, though. I'd like to. Do you think there is a number? I, I was thinking, you know, there has to be a guy. Like, it, it just insofar where there has to be somebody who's the best at everything. Yeah. There like has I'm to, the best at poker. There has to be, yeah, there has to be the guy or person who's the best at making espresso. I don't know. There has to be the best. Like, you have to, there has to be a quantifiable number or amount. Or... So someone's got to have that title. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, All right, should we get into our, uh, our, our last segment of the evening? Last segment of the evening, of course, you're talking about a little plug it or shrug it. Plug it or shrug it. Plug it or plug it, plug it or shrug it, plug it or shrug it, plug it or shrug it. This one's gonna be a plug slash shrug for me. Wow. Um, I 
don't know who doesn't. I'm going to plug the people that do, but I'm going to shrug everyone who doesn't do it. Black Friday sales only in store in person. I need the videos at 11 o'clock in the morning of people getting trampled in front of Best Buy. I need I that. Those. I love those videos. I love those. I don't need everyone looking online and clogging up bandwidth and being like, oh my God, the deals are so good on Amazon today. No, I want to see you get your ass to the store because that's the only place you can find the deal and buy your Hisense TV 52 inch for 90% off. And you're like, I need this TV. And you will kill for it because there's only five in stock. You know, and I think on what I think online shopping has ruined the the Black Friday de- people killing each other. Mystique, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too like bad. I have a few, I have a few websites that are like it's only on Friday. I'm like, I respect that. Yes. Don't stretch this out for two weeks. No. Like, make it a make it a thing. You know. Did you did you indulge in any Black Friday sales or? I got a pair of headphones like two weeks ago. But but it was like a, that's the thing. But it was a Black Friday yeah. sale. Yeah, because you remember how me and Shannon were doing the if we do if I do my oh yeah chin-ups a day yeah you got chin-ups a day yeah you got twenty bucks got or it. something. No, I bought got a pair of headphones. Hmm. Skull can skull candy right? Yeah, of course. Got a nice pair of skull candy wireless Plug-ins. earbuds. <laughs> wired yeah, wired ear <gasps> wired earbuds. Yeah, exactly. Did you uh, did you get to see any good? Uh, I, I think after this, after we record, I'm gonna look up see if I can find any Black Friday videos of just people trampling each other for shit that they don't need. Yeah, I'd like to see some of that. If you could find some, send them my way. Wow. I want to see people. Pl- I want to see people plowing through there like it's an offensive line. <laughs> yeah, like they're trying, like they're trying to take out C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Uh, Cam, well, I am going to plug uh, something, maybe a little bit of a a self-indulgent plug, but I'm going to do it anyways. I got to plug, folks. You got to buy yourself an e-reader. You can buy books um, on an online platform. You can hook it up with your local library, Cam. I have achieved, I have far and achieved my, beyond achieved my goal of reading for the year. I read 15 books this year. Wow, good for you. Uh, thank you very much. And they were all because I had this e-reader and you can find the books online. You can you can buy them through the app. You can hook up your library card, which was most of the books that I read. And coming into December, I've said, you know what? That's it. I read 15 books and that is great. I'm going to take the rest of the month off and uh, just play my Nintendo Switch on my way uh, to and from work on the subway. You know, substitute the reading time with Nintendo Switch time. That's cool. And uh, I'm very proud. I'm very happy of myself. I'm very proud. And I think I could only have done it with that e-reader, that simplicity of it all. And uh, I, I, I would plug it. I'd recommend it to anybody who really wants to up their their, their reading, not their listening game. How much, do they cost a lot? Mine was about 125 Are they addictive? I mean, what? I mean, I read 15 books. It was in. It was in my bag. It was in my bag five days a week. I touched it. T- I touched I don't think it. I want ten t- part of this shit, man. This stuff oh. sounds pretty hard. I touched it ten times a week, my man. Oh my god. And uh, yeah, when it, you know, so it just it, it helped me so so much, and maybe it could help other people. I don't know. Maybe you know, if you really want to get into reading, uh, whether it's a Kobo or a, an Alexa or an Amazon version or whatever it is, uh, yeah, man, I got to plug what, it. What brand do you have? I have the Kobo for the folks at home. I have the Kobo okay. e-reader. So, 
So it seems like there's a bunch of deals for Cyber Monday right and now. There, and there's a few like, different models of it, which, you know, some are larger, some have this, some have that. I just, I have a, I think I have a more base model of it. Yeah, I can't imagine there's a huge difference. No, but yeah, and, and there yeah, you go. Yeah, I've seen like 100, 109 bucks for Black Friday is kind of what people are mm-hmm. roughly paying for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got some Black Friday stuff also, so. I see. Cool. Use okay. use Black Friday. Maybe a second plug. Use Black Friday to buy stuff for people that you think they might want for Christmas uh, or the holidays. If it kind of works like there, I think uh, I got my brother in law. I have a disc golf bag coming because guess what? One of the local shops is doing twenty five percent off. Or you and I had spoken the other day. Yeah. You, know, you and I just spoke today about uh, getting gift for Connor, where the uh, the local game shop, <laughs> the local game shop for me is doing buy one get one twenty percent off. So you're like, great. You know, these are these are can be gifts that can be applicable. Maybe use Black Friday not for you. Use it for uh, save money for gifts for other people. That's right. Good call. And that's all the time. That's all the time that we have for the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Of course, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe because the show is everywhere. We will be back next week uh, with an episode of Dog Walking, which I think uh, will actually formulate. I'm very excited for it to happen. That's right, folks. And never forget, a Wexler Crescent moon is the moon that was out last night. <laughs> that's a fact. Thanks. Bye. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod, 96.7 on your two C's in a pod, 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 two